Welcome, everybody, to level 85 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, a podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live. Well, semi-live, that is, from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. The Kevin McAllister of our podcast, Factor. Credit card? You got it. Credit I, I literally said that to my wife the other day. <laughs> out shopping. We're out shopping for Christmas presents. I'll get to you in a second, Jeff. We were out shopping for Christmas <laughs> presents. And the lady behind the counter said to me, so will that be cash or credit card? And I said immediately, credit card? You've got it. <laughs> nobody, my wife didn't laugh. The lady behind the counter didn't laugh. Nobody laughed. <laughs> but at least Vactor and Jeff laughed. And the crappus of our pod, the always angry Jeff W. The second. Hola. See, I don't, Krampus is bullshit. I don't. I never even watched one of the movies. I don't know. I don't know anything about Krampus. So Vector put this in here. I don't know any. I don't know any reference other than that it's like some uh, bullshit Christmas story. Basically. You know, a friend of mine's wife was in a Krampus movie. Ooh. Oh yeah, uh, and she died in it too. Nice. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I'm Tim <laughs> Allen in the Santa Claus. <gasps> oh man. <laughs> You need another one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Alan. for joining us, everybody. <laughs> if this is your first time, welcome. If you uh, are here for the 85th time, welcome. We appreciate it either way. Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. If you're watching this on TikTok Live or YouTube Live or you're catching it after the fact on your podcatcher of choice, whatever you're doing, we appreciate it. Just hit that little subscribe button. Hit the little thumbs up. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be perfect. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to warn everybody before we get into this week's episode that this is going to be our last episode of 2023. It's the week before Christmas. So we'll be back after the new year. We didn't quit the podcast or anything, but Christmas is coming up. Vactor's schedule is changing. My schedule's changing. Every uh, Jeff's uh, the same. So sorry, Jeff. Mm -hmm. But... We're changing everything. So we'll be back at the beginning of the, of the new year. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We got a lot to talk about because this is our game of the year episode. We're going to talk all our favorite games from the year 2023. Plus, there's some big breaking news. We almost we almost had an episode with no news in it. But we got to talk about the Insomniac <laughs> League. But first... Before we get into any of that, we have a, a very special segment, something that we're trying on the pod. So there is a thing called the, the Nectar of the Gods or the Nectar of a Thousand Sorrows, depending on what you're looking at. But <laughs> so here's the situation. I came across a TikTok on YouTube. Or excuse me, that didn't make any sense. Nice. I came across... A TikTok where a gentleman was mixing red wine and root beer and saying how delicious it was. And he said he heard about it on Parks and Rec. So I, of course, asked my boys, hey, 
do you guys want to try this? And I don't remember who <laughs> suggested trying it on the pod, but somebody did. And so we are doing that. So uh, root beer and red wine taste test. So in the NBC television series Parks and Recreation, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman's characters drink a mixture of root beer and red wine called the Nectar of a Thousand Sorrows in uh, episode flu season two, which is the 109th episode overall. Andy tastes the Nectar of a Thousand Sorrows. Thank you for that summary, Factor. So ultimately, what it's coming down to is red wine and root beer. Oh, so, man. In this TikTok, the gentleman had this particular wine. It's backwards for me. I don't know if it's oh, backwards for whoever's one. watching. The exact one? Yeah, I got the exact one he had in there. <laughs> Quarter cut red wine from Aldi. And so <laughs> I went to an Aldi and I found that red wine. And then he, of course, was using A&W root beer, but he was using sugar-free. I don't use that sugar-free stuff. Yeah, fuck that. No, fuck we're not that. doing that. So I got my red wine and root beer. Uh, Jeff, did you get red got? wine and root beer? Or are you Hell just no, I didn't get this. He I didn't, didn't want get to that. Do it. I, mean, I would have oh. done it, but I, I didn't. I, I mean, what am I going to do? Buy red wine? Like yeah. after work, I don't know. It was, it was a gonna, quick ask. You're gonna this steal morning. it, Jeff? <laughs> if you told me in advance. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do this taste test before we t talk video games. So here's the okay. deal: you take the red wine, you pour it in the cup, get about fifty percent. Now, does Vactor have a wine glass? Or is he going straight to He's the bottle? He's got a wine glass. I can see it. Let me see. I have to expand his window. There it is. Pinky's up, fellas. Pinky's up. That's good. All right. So is it 50-50? I'm going 50-50. Okay. I think Vector just went 70-30 on the fucking repair part. I'm going to go 100-100 on the repair okay. We should add this is Vector's favorite soda. Maybe the only soda we, he'll drink. We talked about it on a previous yeah. episode. Yeah. So that is a, a this is an A and W and red wine. Smells like hmm. wine. Gotta mix it, boys. Oh yeah. Yeah, Trent, you, you mixing that up or what? Yeah, with my tongue. Okay, so this <laughs> is supposedly Whoa. the best drink there is. Again, this is a red wine and a root beer. So uh, bottoms up, cheers, Merry Christmas, boys. Yeah, and we'll see fellas. if this is any yeah, good. Yeah. Vector <laughs> doesn't like it. All I taste is wine. I taste no root beer in here. You gotta, you gotta adjust the mix. Maybe I, maybe I didn't mix it up. Perfectly good root beer going down the drain, boys. <laughs> what, what is it? The oh mouth, the tongue, and the teeth, and the lips. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I just want the root uh, beer, boys. Oh, my gosh. Vactor looks like me drinking a, a blonde IPA. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> I do. But it still tastes like <laughs> church. Yeah. All yeah, red wine tastes like church to me. Yeah. Have you ever done like a like a breakfast shot? It's like a 
it's like a like a maple fucking whiskey and then like a I forget what I had what was oh in my it. God. It was I just just give me a fucking shot at this point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> actually, I, I don't know. I know you like to dress it up, but it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. Is but it the Aldi's wine or is it? I mean, all red wine to me <laughs> tastes exactly the same. <laughs> but he had the Aldi wine in the TikTok. I'm gonna make a short of this whole thing, and I'll cut. I'll, I'll cut his TikTok into it, and I'll tag him too. Yeah. What what, vac- what bottles Vector got? I know this is from the uh, the wife's archives. Yep. This is from their wine cellar. He barely sipping it. Just give it a little chug. Trent, you're not doing it right. <laughs> that guy in the TikTok drank the entire glass. Oh, did he? Oh yes. man. Do it like this, Trent. All right. Now, the second one I did taste more root beer. So that's all we need. We need a higher root beer mix. We need the seventy root beer, thirty wine. That's why you gotta oh, mix God. up the drink. <laughs> yeah, Rob. <laughs> Rob's drunk, everybody. I am not he's, drunk. He's gone. <laughs> but I will be <laughs> drinks. Two drinks. He's trashed. Yeah. No, that means I was drunk yesterday. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god. It's not bad. Go home. It Rob. tastes exactly mm. what you think red wine and root beer would taste like together. Fair. So like. So shit. I guess that's just a real treat for anybody watching live on TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> the audio <laughs> listeners <laughs> but um factor's face my eyes are all red uh, all right geez. well i'm gonna be a little funny uh in a little bit <laughs> so we might as well get on with the podcast so everybody knows that jeff w is d t f that stands for down to talk fun everybody and we got a lot of fun things to talk about this week because well there was some big big news in the world of video games uh mainly for playstation and insomniac the makers of spider-man spider-man miles morales and spider-man 2 on the playstation and i'll let trent take it away oh yeah insomniac my favorite video game studio had they had been Tease. They had been taunted and they said, Hey, you don't give us a billion dollars in Bitcoin, we's gonna leak all your stuff. And Insomniac was like, and Sony was like, Nope, we've never had this happen before. North Korea doesn't exist. We will never get hacked. We this can't happen to us. We're Sony. And so they did not give in to the demands. So the hackers said, All right, you want to play that game? All right, well, we're gonna release 1.3 million files including wolverine spider-man 3 and up to the next 12 years of insomniac's video game slate as well as all of their uh all of their employees personal information they got doxxed what kind of a future do you call that Oh man insomniac hackers release 1.3 million files covering wolverine spider-man 3 and beyond so while i do not condone this behavior from hackers i also Hacking. gotta read it all yeah yeah and I look mean, at every clip just... and look at every bit of information yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah of course i'm gonna look at it's, it all 
if you do if you go to twitter or x well, my... and you and you search wolverine you will find a lot <laughs> of footage of this game well uh, for minutes, me, minutes of I, game footage i forgot that this was even happening like of course we talked about no oh, we yeah. didn't talk about the the ransomware attack on last week's episode but between last uh -huh. week's episode and this week's episode it, it's been in the news and I read it and I didn't think much of it because I was like, okay, well, you know, it's not going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen. And then last night, I was just scrolling TikTok in bed and all of a sudden, Wolverine game footage. Every third TikTok was leaked Wolverine footage. And I was like, oh boy, it happened. And yeah, it was, a, it was something, guys. It was something. Mm -hmm. So let's... Uh, Again, we don't condone this, but we are going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't condone it, it. I guess. So <laughs> they released <laughs> they released their roadmap. So Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered came out in 2020 uh, mm -hmm. or 2021. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, my God. It's a, the root beer uh, burps. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't think about that part. <laughs> So their next big game that's coming out, we all knew this, is Wolverine. Yeah. Um, so the, did you boys get a chance? Did you take it upon yourself to look at any of this leaked footage from Wolverine? I've watched everything I could possibly watch on Twitter. So I've seen a lot. Like probably like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes maybe of something. Like of various, you know, build states of the game yeah so yeah <laughs> i can't show any of the the footage unfortunately uh because we might get in trouble for that but uh you can I use can, your imagination so it, it can be very descriptive so of course it's a third person action game uh very similar to god of war in terms of the camera view but of course you're wolverine the gameplay footage, the footage that I saw and that I linked to you boys was Wolverine, I'm guessing, in Tokyo or, or somewhere in Japan. I'm just guessing. Uh -huh. um, at night, it's raining, and he is going after somebody, and the gameplay footage features a lot of traversal. So, of course, jumping from building to building. Uh, not unlike Spider-Man, but no swinging, walking across telephone wires, uh, because Wolverine, as everybody knows, he's a mutant, but he's also a master uh, Cirque du Soleil performer. <laughs> yeah, trapeze artist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he can walk across telephone lines, um, climbing up walls and sliding down walls with your claws, and a lot of voice acting, <laughs> like completed lines of dialogue. The game looks good, in my opinion. What did you think, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I thought. Look, Vector, can you give me? I just want. Can you give me a good Japanese "Hey, bub"? You know what hey, I mean? Boo, boo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think about. Trent uh, <laughs> is from Japan. Everybody, yeah. it's yeah, cool he if Japanese. he does. Oh. He's Japanese. That's why I asked it's him. It's so small. Okay. Um. No, no, I thought it, I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, it it does definitely change up the pace, and like, and you know, and honestly, when I saw it, I was like, "That's kind of what I imagined uh, the gameplay would look like, right? Like, you should be kind of like hopping around, like that's going to be the traversal is him, you know, 
swinging the claws essentially right uh so and i think that's a good sign right like if you look at a game and you're like you see a preview and you're it's like oh this is what i imagined as well so i think it was a good thing i think it, it looks good um some of the concepts i think are interesting and I was actually, you know, I don't, this game does feel far out still uh, from release, just watching these clips, because there's, uh, I mean, in the segments released, I mean, they're piecing it together, I I would assume, uh, for the video, uh, because it's kind of uh, cutting in and out of, like, some of the storyboard information for, like, a cutscene, and, yeah, I mean, I I think it looks good, I think this this is going to be, you know, uh, a very highly anticipated game just based off of who was making it anyway, but right. It it looks like what I think that game should be. Right. So like, like a halo game, I want, you know, it should look like a halo game. This game, if I'm thinking of like Wolverine combat, it looks like that, uh, which is nice. Did you get a chance to look at any of that leaked footage, Trent? Or are you being a purist and not watching it? I saw 10 seconds. <laughs> all right did My you see man. any in the wolverine suit or no i think he did have the yellow suit on yeah that is this... it looks so funny because he's like it's very yeah. realistic looking it's a pre-alpha build so it was very yeah. realistic looking like um in the same sense that like spider-man 2 like the realism that they're going for but he had his big hairy arms out <laughs> i was like wow this looks kind of stupid it looks like your uncle with the the hairy back yeah this is why uh they're not doing it in deadpool 2 or deadpool 3 Uh, yeah yeah um it it was very (laughs) cat-like in some of the clips too i was like this guy's jumping through trees and all the all the walking animations are of him going like this (sighs) yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> like this guy cannot stand up straight. He's already five three. Oh man! But um, so there was also leaked footage, Trent. If you didn't see this, you are you also play as Jean Grey mm-hmm. in the game. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry about the spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Um. And well, we're talking about it. We're talking about the leaks. Yeah. So we're going to discuss. We're here. The yeah. game's two years out still. Uh, and sorry about burping into the microphone, Ooh. but I just had red wine and root beer, like, and you know what? Nick. It's giving me, <laughs> it's giving me a pizza aftertaste, like pizza burps, Ooh. almost. Uh, anyway, so the the doc the documents that were leaked along with it said that there are five playable levels with Jean Grey, uh, and you'll have telepathy powers. Uh, you can do telepathy uh, shields and pick up things and throw things. So it should be pretty interesting. Um, they also released a voice cast. And there are a lot of people in this, including Omega Red. Um, and I believe Mr. Sinister Ooh. were the ones that I recall seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't recognize any of the voice actors, but you know me, I'm not big into the voice acting community. Trent might recognize some of them if you looked at that. Uh, but overall, the game looks great. Like, I'm ready to play it now. I had no doubt in my mind that this was going to be an interesting-looking game. And it sucks, you know, for the people working on this game and everything else. But too late. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> so that's all I can really say yeah. about that. You know, and, and I, I think it's just funny 
if you if you have a Wolverine IP or you're working on Wolverine shit, you have that's a bad leak history. Like they their shit Wolverine shit leaks early, right? Like the movie back in the day, what was that like? Fifteen years ago came oh, out. Yeah, like, remember it was like X-Men a work print or, or whatever. Origins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you have fucking Wolverine, your shit's getting leaked. I would I would not do any Wolverine projects if you uh yeah, if you want to avoid Deadpool that. Three is getting leaked left and right. Jesus. You're right, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, um, you got Jeff, you're smart cookie. Yeah, yeah. So uh Vector might recognize I recognize I didn't I didn't recognize from the voice, but I saw the list was uh Deborah Wilson was on there. Uh oh, yeah, I'm sure Deborah the other Wilson. people have been in stuff. Uh but mm-hmm. she's in uh she's good in every uh everything she's been in I've seen. Uh, or at least I like her. Um and the character looked yeah. like her too. So she's mm-hmm. she's getting more work in video games than she is in actual like TV and film. Yeah. Good for her at least. The also there's a PC build that leaked out in this too. Like they have a PC build ready. I I assume I don't I don't know if that is in the roadmap anywhere. I didn't see it right away. It might be. Um, it I would said like that to be out. PlayStation quicker. exclusivity, exclusivity mm-hmm. and PC. Yeah. He's drunk. He's drunk. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little wobbly right now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to power much, through it for the pod. Yeah. Um, um, it's trying yeah, to it looks find... good. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Troy yeah, Baker yeah. is Mr. Sinister. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Surprise, nice. surprise. Troy Baker, he's the Ben Schwartz of video game acting. Yeah. Yeah, that means he's good. Wow. Wow. Um beef. So we're all gonna play Wolverine, so there's no doubt about that. They said it's in the documents, it's not going to be releasing next year. It's going to be 2025. So we will have Wolverine and Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah. In the same year, boys. I will say, you know, I know I know some people are upset about spoilers, and there's a lot (laughs) that, that got out there. Um I don't think this. I think it's a negative for the team that there's stuff that's unfinished and they don't want people to see. And the personal information obviously is uh, f- kind of fucked up. Uh, not even kind of, but it's totally fucked up. Uh, but I don't think this. If we're talking from a game perspective, I don't. I liked. I I don't want this stuff to happen to people. But I like. I live for this type of shit. You know what I mean? I love this. <laughs> the leaks. I love this stuff. This is. This only makes me. You know more hype to see it so while i get it people don't like it i i kind of do <laughs> in, in a little way in a little way you know what i mean we like it we like it um so this this calendar here that we see doesn't have everything that was announced um actually yeah 2026 is going to be wolverine i might have said 2025 before but it's going to be 2026 Dang. for wolverine 2025 is going to be the unannounced Venom game. I'm seeing reports that it's called Venom Lethal Protector, um, and I'm seeing reports that it's just called Venom, so I don't know if that's the actual name of it or not, but we're getting a Venom game where you will play as Venom, and you will also play as Spider Heroes, so presumably Spider-Man and Spider-Man. And those who play Spider-Man do. (laughs) Um... And it's going to be really more akin sense. to Spider-Man Miles Morales. So it's an 8 to 10 hour experience versus a full-fledged game and it'll be priced as such. The document's saying 39999 or whatever. Um, yeah. Instead of doing Miles 2, they're going to do Venom. 
Yes. And so I'm okay with that because I feel like these smaller truncated games like Miles Morales are better experiences. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy Spider-Man 2, but Miles Morales, in my opinion, is still the best of the three games that came out because I didn't have to walk around as Mary Jane with a stun gun. <laughs> I didn't have to walk around, no oh. offense to any deaf people, but I didn't have to walk around as Miles' <laughs> deaf girlfriend and do, and do graffiti on walls. <laughs> has nothing to do with her being deaf. It has everything to do with those missions not being fun. I didn't have to be in a wheelchair. I didn't have to be disabled. <laughs> yeah, we get it, Rob. You don't like no, 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 disabled people. No, 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 no. No, don't, don't shoff me on this. You know <laughs> where I stand. The, when the Daredevil game comes out, you're going to be you're gonna be playing it, and you're going to love it. What do you huh? mean? I got to play Daredevil? I can't even hear. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, I can say I want to play Spider-Man. Like the Spider-Man levels are a hundred percent objectively better than any other mission, and you can't deny that. So I'm looking forward to the Venom game quite a lot. Um then Spider-Man 3 is slated for 2027. So you Which... got a little bit of time. I don't know if you're looking at which which leaks you're looking at, Rob, but just to make sure there is there is a slide. I don't know how how true it is. So, you know, you can assume most of this is true, that this is pulled right from the studio. It's it's most likely real. But um, there's information on here. It's in the leak, the Reddit leak that I linked to Vactor. Uh, three is probably going to be two games, a two-parter. Two-part game? Yeah. So Spider-Man 3 and Spider-Man 4. Yeah. Well, well how so would they do this that? is part one and part two. I mean, are you like. still having to wait two years between each game? Or are they going to have two games ready and release this, them simultaneously? This says release target of part one is holiday 27, and the other one is holiday 28. So it would be... Interesting. Of end game, end game-ish, right? Was end game one year after the other, right? Hmm. I think. Um, which, kind of interesting. I don't... <laughs> I don't know if we should go that way with video games. Just call it a different name, right? If you're, if you're, just yeah, that's gonna... a little weird. I don't know yeah. if that logic really applies to video or can apply to video games that well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but future me hasn't played it yet. All I got to do is, I thought I, all I had to do was stay alive for Grand Theft Auto Six, boys. But turns out I got to stay alive till twenty twenty three or twenty thirty three to play all these games. Just and there's no winning. <laughs> to stay alive um they also announced a x-men game mm-hmm. will be the next in the wolverine series and that's slated for around 2029 or so and then uh it says x-men 3 on this slide in 2020 or 2033 so i don't really know that's a decade from now like we will all be completely different people 10 years from now <laughs> yeah so yeah it's it's interesting to think about it, but it's also kind of scary to think about it. Like, I will be pushing 50 by mm-hmm. the time this timeline is done. Uh, Jeff will finally be able to buy alcohol by the time these games come out. <laughs> so good for you, Jeff. Shit. <laughs> Drink that red wine. Do it. Um, and also in these reports were was a new Ratchet & Clank game. But I don't see that on the the timeline that I'm looking at right now. But a new Ratchet and Clank as well. So pretty much 
Insomniac is going to be a Ratchet and Clank and Marvel machine for the next decade. Yeah. And it says new IP one and new IP two. So presumably there's new games that are coming out also, but tough to really say. Probably Marvel related, if I had to guess. That X-Men game could be coming out on the PlayStation 6. That's true. That's true. I would argue maybe most of these (laughs) will be. And you know, there's that rumor floating around right now that that Microsoft is going to be launching their next Xbox considerably sooner than planned uh, Mm. within the next two years. Oh, which will make Sony have to leap, uh, you know, to their next console faster. So we'll see, boys. We'll see. But there was a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, juicy rumors. So eagle-eyed listeners or viewers can uh, find the Wolverine footage out there. It's pr- it's pretty much everywhere. I've run into it probably a hundred times involuntarily since it leaked last night till this moment. So if yeah. you really want to find it, you can find it. Otherwise, good luck uh, not spoiling yourself because it's out there. So yeah, that's all we really got to say about that. All right. So moving on, it's time to talk our favorite video games of the year, boys. It's the best time of the year. We get to talk about the games we played and how much fun we had. Trent actually played some video games. Can you oh. believe it? And for more than 15 minutes. <laughs> but real fast, Zelda Gate 2023 update. <laughs> there is no update. There is no, no update. update. Uh, Jeff has still not beaten Zelda uh, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom like you said he would. Uh, but maybe in 2024. So that's the update. Okay. So no, here's we're doing what we're it this gonna... year. We're doing it this year. We're close. Oh, you got, you got close, two fellas. weeks, Jeff. We're close. You got two weeks. No. All right, so it's time to talk our Game of the Year picks. What we're going to do is we're going to do a round robin. So we will start from our top four. That's what we're going to do. So I have my top four. Trent's got his top four. Jeff has got his top four. I'm going to start with my fourth favorite Game of the Year. Jeff will go, then Factor will go, and we will go down the list until we get to our individual Game of the Years. And then we will uh, have a fist fight, an all-out drag, uh, knuckles, no-hold bar to decide what is Sandbox Gamers Game of the Year. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. All right. So my pick for fourth best game of the year is Star Wars Jedi Survivor, boys. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. I'm going to point out that I have not beaten any game outside of... No, I haven't beat two of the four games on my list. But that doesn't that doesn't sway my vote because how I'm describing or how I pick the games of the years are the games where I would close my eyes on my pillow at night. And I would think, man, I wish I was playing this game <laughs> right yeah. now. And Star Wars Jedi Survivor is on that list, especially because the the previous one, Jedi Fallen Order, I did not like particularly. Oh. And I even tried playing it before Survivor came out. And there was just something about it. It was the, the way the controls handled. The I just couldn't get into it. And I even remember when we reviewed Jedi Survivor on the podcast this year, talking about how I was trying to replay it and I remapped the buttons to a configuration that I thought made more sense than how they had it. And I still couldn't get into the game but jedi survivor man really flipped it uh i think it's because you had all your jedi powers at the start 
mm-hmm. you had a little more options in terms of your your stances am i going to do the double blades am i going to do the single blade am i going to have you know the staff and the the story in general was a little more interesting because of that for me i liked the the semi open world aspect despite the fact that at the time when it came out you know it was it was having problems i was playing it on pc this wasn't an isolated incident, despite the fact that Vactor didn't seem to have any issues whatsoever playing it on PC. <laughs> Never has but an issue. Several other people did, including me. Um, and the fact that I didn't beat it doesn't affect it. Because I don't know if any of you guys or any of you listeners out there played any video games this year. But this was a heck of a year for video games. There were new oh. games coming out every week. And it was it's impossible to stick with one game uh i was trying to beat star wars jedi survivor before tears of the kingdom came out and we all know what happened when tears of the kingdom came out it just got pushed to the side but i still have fond memories of jedi survivor and believe it or not it's been in the back of my mind all year i need to get back to jedi survivor it's something i've thought about several times i'll probably have to restart it at this point because it's been so long since i played it but I really enjoyed it, and I am very much looking forward to getting back into the Force. So my fourth pick, fourth best game of the year for me, was Star Wars Jedi Survivor, boys. Nice. You know, my biggest memory of Jedi Survivor was uh, Hillbilly Cal Kestis that people were making. That's, yes! That's what stuck with me. I think I pulled a Vactor. I think I played like 30 minutes of that game this year. It's probably something I need to go back to. No, but, you uh, pulled a vector. You saw I, credits. I didn't. I didn't hear about. <laughs> I didn't hear Got about you, no, no Darth Vader appearances. <laughs> you. So you know, I just it, the game is useless to me. Then, I mean, he's in <laughs> it. He's boiling. He's boiling. Shoot. All right, so Jeff, you're up. What was your fourth best game of the year? Yeah, my fourth best game of the year. One that I don't think is on any of yours. Factor <laughs> doing his idle animation over here in my in my side eye. Uh, it's gonna be Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, now fuck J.K. Rowling, uh, because she can't just shut up and take her Harry Potter money, which is like, I don't understand these people. You know, uh, no one needs uh her input on anything. You wrote a fucking book. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, so I don't need your like garbage opinion uh running around but that being said if you can detach from that i think hogwarts is it's one of the it's in the same vein as uh and we'll get to this eventually on on our list but spider-man uh marvel you know the spider-man games where it's making what i would call a significant contribution to the lore right like i think it is number one it's a pretty good game i think it plays pretty well it does all the the things you need there so the gameplay's fun uh the story is a a pretty decent one you know there's i think there's more to be built on in the next one but the characters are interesting you know they've somehow figured out how to make your own you know creatable wizard or witch or whatever and have it be relevant in this story and you know kind of um i don't know how much you guys played so i'll just spoil a little bit of it um because i don't know if either you will will get to it but uh basically the take is they go back in time 
to like old Hogwarts, right? Which is kind of the only move I think you can do after, you know, the Voldemort stuff of the of the Harry Potter run, right? Um, and they go back in time and you meet a bunch of old, you know, wizards and witches and you're you're doing all this stuff and uh, you know, you're chasing down stuff from Merlin or whatever. You know, it's it's pretty interesting overall. I mean, I was I was pretty captivated throughout the whole game. Um and I think the map is great. There were some bugs on PC. I, I did play it and beat it at launch, so I don't know if that ever recovered. But I mean, if we're going pound for pound, I, I think you know this is this is one of the best games of the years. I didn't see it on many lists, and I think maybe it coming out in fe- February. I think right. Yeah, it was early this year. Yeah, it coming out in February. I think hurts it. But seriously, I mean, I would. If you're in Harry Potter, if you're into any of the movies, books, whatever you're into, uh, I think that's a must-play game for you. Uh, it is It is that good, I would say. This is the highest-selling game of 2023. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that, you know, that's another thing, too. It, people I, I know that don't play video games wanted to get... Like, I was helping people get PS5s this time last year so that they could play this game, right? Like... People that I know don't really care for it. They're going to, you know, play this game and then put it in the corner or, you know, somebody's going to pull it out to play Call of Duty every once in a while. Right. Right. Like, but this is this is a, a console seller is is how I would phrase it. Well, it was on every uh, console. It was on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC. Um, yeah. If so you're playing it, this game on Switch, I mean. Kill yourself. Hi, Tommy. <laughs> Is that going to get us kicked off TikTok? Kill Is that going to get us kicked off Tommy. TikTok? So I don't want to banned from TikTok. <laughs> you don't want to get banned. Nobody's uh, watching on TikTok right now anymore. Unalive yourself. It's actually on sale right now on the Nintendo Switch store. Yeah. The digital version. You can get that, it for $41. And it's a good game, you know, if you have a PC, you know, just cheat a little bit and run through the story. You know what I mean? You don't have to, you don't have to fuck around and find Ronald Weasley's underwear. Just go, <laughs> go fucking uh, go run through this story with a little bit of overpowered shit. You know, it's fun. You're telling me there's a mission where I can find a Weasley's underwear? Oh, uh, redownload. Reinstall. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Yeah, yeah. What about That's you, Factor? What's your uh, what's your fourth best game of the year, buddy? Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which was just exactly what I thought it was going to be from the trailers. That kind of evolution of the two D Mario platformer that we had not been getting recently. We had been getting those other Mario games with the um, the four players and they're jumping all around the screen. Wonder is exactly what I wanted from this, like I said, an evolution of that 2D side-scrolling platforming game, which I loved growing up. And this is just the modern version of that. That's what 2D side-scrolling in uh, 2023 is like. So I had a ton of fun with Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That's why it's my number four this year. Ooh. But not on my number three was a little game called Resident Evil <laughs> Four. Bom, bom, bom. Rob, Rob, a big fanboy of this game. He really likes him some Resident Evil 4. I love Resident Evil just as a whole, Jeff. Not just mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil whole as a 4. 
And Resident Evil 4, for the longest time, was my favorite Resident Evil. But, of course, I was looking at it uh, back in time with rose-tinted glasses because, as we've said on the pod before, I tried playing it in VR, the updated VR version for the Quest, and boy, oh boy, did it suck. It was terrible. (laughs) And I I hated it. Um, And I tried playing, uh, while we're at it, uh, Resident Evil 7 in VR, and I didn't enjoy it that much. But, of course, it was... um, on the PSVR one where they had those stupid wands for controllers uh, where they had to backwards uh, or re-engineer these things backwards to make them work in VR. Mm-hmm. And then the resident evil eight, I tried the demo of, and it just didn't work for me. I don't like having to be like, get the gun, pretend to cock the gun, put the clip in. Pull oh, it back. All right, right, let's go. When there's zombies coming at me, yeah which interestingly enough i did not have a problem with playing half-life alex but i don't really know but resident Mm -hmm. evil 4 i must have beat that game in a week granted it's not that long of a game but it was another one of these games where it was all i could think about the updated graphics looking good on my ultra wide it was jeff w's kiss the way they reimagined the levels where you're still getting the same story but you know they're putting the the end of the level at the beginning the beginning at the end they're putting monsters in different places where you're not expecting they're they're cutting the fluff certain parts of the game weren't even in it all the lame stuff like a giant statue chasing me i hated that part (laughs) the game was very very good um And even though I've played the game several times since its original release and gosh, what, 2003 or whenever it came out, Mm -hmm. it it still felt fresh to me. And it it looked like how I remembered the game in my mind. So I was really blown away with how good it looked. Um, But it's a fantastic update. It's worth every single penny, full price, I would say. Um, It's not the scariest Resident Evil game out there especially if you've played it before but the action adventure element is is very good and i haven't gotten to the dlc yet but it is on my to-do list i do have it in my steam library uh so one of these days when i'm trekking through that back catalog we get there but man resident evil 4 was the perfect resident evil game i think yeah and just to to add on to your praises and I, i didn't get much time with the game at all um other than like looking at clips and stuff, right? Um, but it seemed to fall in line. Like, you know, I, 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 at first I was like, oh, you know, they're gonna remake all the Resident Evils. Like, it seems like they're they're coming each, you know, one after the other here. You know, when are we gonna get a little bit tired of it? But I mean, Never honestly, tried. I think it's <laughs> yeah, I think it's honestly like one of the best runs of like video game remasters that I, I can think of. You know, so far. I mean, like they are. Like it seems like all of these are getting enough attention. These aren't like, hey, we're making a new game, and here's like a little side thing that we just kind of did. Like they, you know, there's effort here. This isn't just an upscale. This isn't just a, you know, uh, like let's say like the Metal Gear PC release, right? Which was just here's a 360 version of the game. Let's make it workable on PC, and then here you go, you know. And then the mod community has to do all the work. Like, uh, just a like they continue to do like such a good job with these. Um, if I only if I had one complaint about them is, and I think this is all of us, you know, the only like these feel similar. These feel 
like Marvel movies, right? Like there is something to be said about the Marvel movies. They they have that same sim, same similar vibe, right? People always make fun of the color in them and stuff like that, but they look the same, right? Like so these remasters like two, three and this feel like the same series where I think before you just had more like, you know, it jumped console generations, you know, you did all kinds of different stuff with those. So uh, I would honestly, if I had to, I would, I would tell somebody play these versions of the game, but like you should watch some clips of the old stuff just to see what it looked like, you know? Uh, so I think that's like the only thing that's kind of missing from them, but still, you know, I, I just like that these come out and that they're good every, every single year, pretty much seemingly. Right. I agree. Yeah. Full heartedly. I agree. All right. What about you, Vector? What was your fourth best game? Or excuse me, third best game of the year. That wine is talking for him. The oh, third no, wait. best game. Is it third? No, wait. No, it's Jeff's turn. Sorry. Jeff was speaking about <laughs> yeah, Resident yeah, yeah. Evil. <laughs> and I thought he was yeah, talking yeah. about his my game. Bad, bad, I did have bad. wine at the beginning of the podcast, everybody. We'll, we'll do my, my third quick. We'll do my third quick because I know Vector's probably going to have more to say. Uh, my third is Spider-Man 2. Marvel, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Um, again, just a great entry in the franchise so far for them. And um, kind of just similar thing I said about Hogwarts. Like, you know, uh, I hate that every game I have is not new because I did not get a chance to really dive into Baldur's Gate, which I feel like I might need to do that on my break <laughs> uh, coming up here. Um, and so that's missing from my list. And I would love to have something a little more original here. but if you're able to come into a franchise like Spider-Man and contribute to it in a significant way, like this is some pretty good stuff here, you know, first game, this game, like I would, you know, and I think Vactor will talk about it when he gets to it. It's something I would recommend to anybody uh, to play. Uh, Yeah. I just thought it was, it was great. I had, you know, we talked about my problems with it a few weeks ago uh, and I definitely ran into my issues, but I was never, you know, I was never like, this is a bad game, you know, uh, I was more than happy to work through my issues with it. So, uh, yeah, Spider-Man three or Spider-Man two, not three, not the leaked Wolverine, <laughs> but Spider-Man two, my number three. All right. Let's hear about Vactor's no, number three. Did you guys see in that leak? I forgot to mention it. There's online multiplayer listed for Spider-Man, Wolverine and the X-Men games. Yes, it's in that roadmap. Um, After each release, it had an online release. Although for some reason, the X Men one it said online first and then the X Men release. So I don't know what that. Yeah, well, let's put it this way: when a Sony studio can put out a fucking multiplayer game, let's then we'll talk about (laughs) this being even close to reality. Put out that Last of Us, and then we'll fucking (laughs) talk. It's canceled, Jeff. Trash. Yeah. Well, my number three of the year was the game that Jeff refuses to finish, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And it was just as good as Breath of the Wild, but with a lot more customization and different things, character creation. I mean, the um, the different ingenuity things that people are putting together online, which I don't have any patience for. Tell me how to do it. I don't want to figure it out myself. <laughs> Uh, show me where the warm stuff is, Rob. I enjoy <laughs> the warm stuff? Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, but just too many games and a little too large. 
little large marge for my sauce, boys. <laughs> I like a little bit smaller. It's a big game, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about it in a little bit, but first, let me talk about yeah. my number two game of the year, which was Marvel's Spider-Man Two. Everybody, have you guys heard this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this, Kev? Let me tell you about it. It's a little Kevin Eubanks. You wouldn't know, Jeff. Too young. Too young to know Kevin hey, Eubanks. Whatever happened to him? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him. Uh, all joking aside, I know that Jeff knows who Kevin Eubanks is. I'm just kidding. I don't think He's he does. Kev- For the audio listeners, there's a Kevin Eubanks poster on Jeff's wall behind it. <laughs> so, Marvel Spider-Man 2, I, I just like everybody else, really enjoyed. Uh, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast when we we're discussing the least, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I feel, is a, a, the tentpole of this series. But that doesn't mean that Marvel Spider-Man 2 is bad. It's like Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. They're all like this, you know? They're all equals. And Spider-Man 2 was great. I really loved the the new additions to the game. Like, the, the gliding aspect was fantastic. I loved being able to just glide around the city when I wanted to. Um the Adidas costume for Miles was terrible, so that's going to be really my only <laughs> terrible checkpoint for that game. But obviously, the story's great. Um, I didn't have a problem with the story at all. Um, even them, you know, taking uh, they're taking liberties with you know the Venom story and all that. But it's an interpretation, right? So nothing's correct necessarily because that's the whole point of an interpretation or an adaptation. But what I really liked in particular was two things i liked the the control setup where i can simply hold the the left bumper the right bumper and press you know on the directional pad or the a b x y or excuse me not a b x y triangle uh square whatever circle and using that to switch between my gadgets versus having to bring up a wheel in spider-man and in spider-man miles morales uh so it felt a lot more intuitive and being able to do things quicker and on the fly when i was fighting so that was one thing i really liked and one other thing i really enjoyed and it's a small aspect of the game but doing these random crimes and miles just showing up and being like what's up partner let's get these guys or uh what uh, Agent Venom, when before Harry, spoiler alert, got the Venom suit where he's from, he just showed up as Agent Venom or Yuri yeah. showing up to help you fight. Like all these little moments in the game were great. Uh, I didn't 100% the game, I 99.9% of the game. All missions done, not all achievements done, but every mission is complete and it's a great game. Um, if they do a new game plus, I'll probably hop back into it, maybe. But I'm looking forward to some DLC for it. But it was not in the roadmap uh, for Ooh. Insomniac. So it it That's is uh, yet to be seen if we're going to get any DLC for that game. Or if the DLC is going to just be the Venom game that we get. Spider-Man Online. Or Spider-Man Online. But Spider-Man 2, my second best game of the year. Nice. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, so my number two, I'll give this a little more love than Vactor gave it earlier, is Super Mario Wonder. It'll be my number two game of the year. Um, and mainly because it it fit where I wish Nintendo would 
take you know care of more maybe or the the spot that i wish nintendo would focus more on which is the sort of in-between game right like it's been a minute since we've had odyssey we haven't got quite the you know no like banger of a mario game nothing nothing like amazing other than like you know these tennis games sports games which are fine uh not that they're bad necessarily just i don't know i need something more traditional mario and (laughs) to have uh to have a game you know in between uh some major releases here and you know to do something relevant in the franchise while i'm waiting for the next big one uh really went a long way with me for this one and i think just some of the stuff they do in it is pretty great you know oftentimes like i see stuff from nintendo and i'm like ah this is corny a little bit but i mean i love the elephant stuff just from the trailer i was like okay you know this looks good and then sure enough when i get to the game it adds another layer to the gameplay that they were able to incorporate there and uh yeah man i just really like that game some of those music levels are you know I'm trying to think if if they've been if they've done some stuff close to that in a Mario game before, maybe here and there, but it felt fresh enough, you know, in this game. Uh, and yeah, I just thought it looked great. Vactor, you played it on the OLED too a little bit. I thought it looked great on the OLED, like it's a perfect, you know, showcase for that uh, that screen. So if I'm if I was gonna hand that game or hand that console to somebody and have them try the OLED screen, it would be wonder, you know, over any of the other games. Um, so yeah, just, uh, just something that I think perfectly scratches the Mario itch that I needed, basically. Excellent. Couldn't agree more, Jeff. All right, let's hear about Vactor's second best game of the year. My second favorite game of 2023 is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. This game was fantastic from start to finish, and it was exactly what I was looking for in a Star Wars game this year. I got a great continuation of the story, which I was a huge fan of the first Star Wars game with Cal Kestis. I like that story, and I want to see him in live action at some point. I think they need to strike while the iron's hot, because that actor, he's like the perfect age right now, and he's he's close to aging out. Uh, he's going to be too old by the time they actually put him in here if they don't if they don't hurry. So Disney, put Cal in a movie now. I want to see him. Uh, but I liked everything that Rob was saying, the progression of the character. And for me, as you know, the story is the number one thing for me. So if I'm captivated by the story, you're going to hold my attention. And I am going to complete the game, which I did see credits on Star Wars jedi survivor and leaves it open for a third in this cal trilogy um so i want to see some more uh of these great characters that they've created and some more progression on the moves the jedi powers like rob was talking about and let's get cal goat status boys let's get him where he deserves let's put a crown on his head star wars (laughs) jedi survivor 3 already survived I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Um, hopefully, it, all the updates and everything that they've done to it, maybe it'll run on my Steam Deck now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I've heard. I, I've I you know I keep up on the trends and people are saying it plays on Steam Deck now. Ooh. So that might be a good one for me because I'm going to be out of town for a week next week. Nice. Might have to bring Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ooh. Or 
I can use that time to try to beat my number one game of the year. Mm. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is my favorite game of 2023. And even though I haven't beaten the game, that doesn't mean anything because I have 150 hours in that game. I just checked (laughs) earlier today. I have 150 hours logged and on the main quest, I've only found two of the sages. I have really? done quite Whoa. a bit of Jeez. side quests, a lot of exploring the maps, a lot of resource gathering. Uh, I've done a lot, a lot, a lot in the game. 150 hours worth, as a matter of fact. Uh, and the reason it's getting my tears, or excuse me, the reason it's getting my game of the year, Tears of the Kingdom, is that feeling I would get where. I just had to play it like I wanted to go home and I wanted to play the game. When I woke up from sleeping, I wanted to play the game. When I was at work, I would think I want to play the game. Like this is what I want to be doing. Yeah. And even though my attention has shifted and or shifted and that feeling has moved on to things like Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Baldur's Gate, Starfield, you know, et cetera, et cetera. In the back of my mind, The Legend of Zelda is there waiting for me i love these games i love zelda as a whole uh i've got tons of zelda stuff i've got zelda uh, on my arm so i might be a little biased but tears of the (laughs) kingdom i think was a, a great sequel to breath of the wild and i'm very much looking forward to seeing where they take that franchise next but i'm hoping i get a remake Mm -hmm. of ocarina of time for the (laughs) switch 2 just give me that yeah tears of the kingdom Jeff W's yeah. kiss. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to piggyback off Rob real quick because we already know that's my game of the year as well. And I still have not fully completed it. But I still think about, you know, methods. I'm still looking up videos on, like, how to, you know, like, what people are doing. Like Vactor said earlier, you know, the thing he doesn't have time for is, like, what drives me, like, to play the game in a way, too. You know, like, just to see what people are doing. Like, just crazy techniques and and I think that's that's why this this earns it to me. So, you know, because there's different levels of, of iteration, right? And uh and I just put Mar I just put Spider Man, you know, to on my list, right? Like it is one of the best games of the year. I like the games a lot. Like they are super fun. I would recommend them to anybody to play, especially if you have a PlayStation Five, it's God of War and Spider Man, you know, any of them, Spider Man, any of the Spider Man games, but especially, you know, this latest one, I would recommend it right there. But that being said, they're a little more iterative, a little more just the kind of minor upgrades to me. Like, I think they do a lot. Like, I think the traversal is good there. But when you talk about taking your game that you had before, right? This is obviously Breath of the Wild at, at its core, right? Even named. What was it? it was, at one point, they were calling it Breath of the Wild 2, right? I felt right. like it had that title. They like in an official Nintendo announcement. So you're right. You know, obviously that is what this game is at its core. But to to put the mechanics they put in this game to have the same map, right? Like and you can think about it. Like you have the same map, like in like a Spider-Man game, right? But in in this game, in in Tears of the Kingdom, it feels totally different it feels so weirdly different that there's parts of this map that i just never you know 
explored the same way as I do I do in this game now, just based off of the building, right? And that's kind of one aspect of it. You know, you can look at all the features they added with, you know, the time mechanics and like being able to reverse time and reverse objects. There's there's all kinds of that stuff, but just being able to build your own items and play with physics. I mean, what a like a, a kind of a ballsy choice to essentially just kind of give you free reign too, right? Like when you guys remember when it came out, we were talking about, it's like, I'm looking at, you know, somebody complete a dungeon, uh, you know, and it's, it's, I, I would have never thought of the solution. And then I can watch another video where somebody does it slightly different, you know, and uh, you can cheese through these. You can basically, you know, Hey, I'm just going to attach a hundred of these things together and just walk across <laughs> this area right. or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, there's just so many, <laughs> so many possibilities and to, uh, to give, uh, to give the, the user, the, the player that amount of freedom is I think number one, difficult in games, right? Like, I don't think that's why it doesn't happen a lot. It's hard to like get something like this. And I think it's why tears of the kingdom feels so special, uh, to me is it's something that you, you somehow put in like the freedom of like, and creativity of like a Mario maker, into like a mainline Zelda game that is also, you know, mission and quest based and has all the other, you know, other layers to it, you know, cooking and all the stuff from the last game. Right. And uh, yeah, man, I just, I think, I think we're looking at like, I, like it's going to be hard to follow up. I think you're probably like tears of the kingdom to me is probably the game of this generation uh of consoles i don't know if there's one that quite uh tops it or would get like there might be a couple that are close but to me just to be able to have that game and then add to it something that is so significant is like a major achievement you just don't see it very often um and yeah man that that it makes it my game of the year like rob said i have not beat it i'm fucking close but I just, yeah, it is. It's You're closer every, to me. Yeah, yeah. Every every minute before that has been worth it. Me digging, trying to dig my way out of a hole through a mission, trying to get like a fucking Korok seed has been fun. You know, Korok seeds were tedious in the last one. This one, they've kind of like mixed that up and you can, you know, do just some goofy shit to make it happen through the building stuff. You know, uh, it just, it just works really well. And yeah, I don't think now this is my game of the year, but I think it's I think it's the best game on Switch, like pretty easily. Um, especially if we're talking about overall content. If you had to pick one game and you had to play it on the Switch and you're looking to get the most out of it, like this is this is clearly it, I think. Excellent speech, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before Chet falls asleep, let's hear his game of the year. Yeah. Excellent, boys. I hate to say it, boys, but I was right. Spider-Man 2 was the game of the year. I called it from the moment the trailer came out. I knew Spider-Man 2 was going to be the best game of the year. And I'm not biased at all. There's nothing that would tell you that I would be biased to this game at all. Spider-Man 2 was exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, I will say that the first game story I like better overall than the second game. Uh, Miles is 
a little bit under i would say actually miles i would put at the bottom story-wise i did like this one uh for the pete and miles stuff the pete and harry stuff and then just the venom stuff by itself which now we know there's going to be a spin-off venom game i don't know how that's gonna work after what happens at the end of this game but i will say um i loved spending more time in this universe with these guys from the first game to miles and now this game that whole arc and story that we followed both of those characters throughout has been fantastic and unlike rob unlike jeff i like the mary jane missions i think they're much improved from the first game giving her that stun gun to go in there and take out the baddies it was fun boys i really enjoyed it whereas the first one the stealth mission where she didn't have anything to defend herself that was boring i like being able to stun and shock them so even the mary jane parts of this game were good <laughs> boys wow nice wow <laughs> All right, well, there you have it. Let's go down the list. I'm just going to reiterate. So my top four games of the year were Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Resident Evil 4, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Tears of the Kingdom. For Jeff, it was Hogwarts Legacy, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Spider or Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. And for Vactor, it was Super Mario Bros. Wonder, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Uh, I'll give you a minute, boys, if you want to say anything about your runner-ups, but I had some runner-ups on my list. I'm not going to go in-depth about it, but just Super Mario Wonder was there. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 I enjoyed a yeah, lot. and that's, Starfield. That's my biggest... Reg- if we had a, a category for biggest regret that I had in game, like I just didn't get to that. Yeah. Uh, Starfield was good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, what about you, Jeff? Any just real quick ones that almost made your list? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Starfield, I thought, was was super fun. Uh, and I did, like, again, you know, being, you know, the, depending on the, the amount of time, you know, uh, I kind of cheated in Starfield a little bit. But I had fun with what I was running through. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's that's really it. I, I, you know, Diablo, I almost would have put on the list, but it, it fell so hard <laughs> after their little first little season or when they started their season one content. I never got back to it um so that's a game i need to revisit but i i I maybe would have added it because i really liked it when i was playing it and then it was just one of those things that i it was similar to uh some of the ubisoft games in the past where i just hit a wall and i just didn't complete them um so yeah if i if i had to you know i I want Baldur's gate 3 i need to play that i wish i could have you know got enough time or had a chance to play it to to look and see if i could put on my list and then, uh, you know, Diablo Four was disappointing, but I, I think it, it might have slipped into the, into the, the highs were high on that game. All right. What about you, Vector? Any real quick ones that almost made your list? Yeah, Pedro is in our chat, our number one fan, and he says Final Fantasy Sixteen. So I'm gonna, That's I'm gonna one. give a voice to Pedro, uh, even though I'm not a huge Final Fantasy guy. I got to give it up for pedro shout out to pedro i like that game too and i liked you guys chatting with me all year about video games thank you very much another great year in the books for the sandbox gamers podcast and thank you listeners for joining us don't tune out just yet i have a couple quick things to tell you before we end the podcast 
<laughs> Hashtag vote for Pedro. Um, <laughs> little little boy wanderer in the TikTok chat shouting out Pedro. Now, this isn't Vactor's only podcast. Did you know that? Vactor also does a comic book podcast called The Vactorverse, and it's available everywhere on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. It's anything and everything you need comic book related. Tell them about it, Vactor. Oh, yeah. I am Vactor, and in the Vactorverse every week, we try to talk about different comic book characters, different comic book storylines, and all things Star Wars. There's a little bit of a lull right now for new Star Wars content, but as soon as there's a new show or something new to talk about in the Star Wars universe, we will be back to it right now. If you're checking out the Vectorverse, we are talking about Scott Pilgrim takes off, which is one of my favorite things of 2023. If you haven't checked it out, a hundred percent highly recommend the anime Scott Pilgrim takes off. But we are talking about it over in the Vactorverse, youtube.com slash Vactor. And then every day in the shorts field, I'm putting out those little character biographies or just different things that make you go, hmm, Jeff, like how strong is Spider-Man's webbing? You got to check it out. Excellent. Nice. Check out the Vactorverse anywhere you get your podcasts. Again, YouTube, Facebook, or not Facebook. Scratch that. YouTube, Actually, you Instagram. can see it on Facebook through Instagram. They put it on Facebook because I got a, a ton of viewers on Facebook, and I'm, I oh. don't have a Facebook account. Excellent. So just search Vactorverse or check the show notes. Um, for the Sandbox Gamers podcast, we're everywhere. We are on Facebook. Got 4,000 followers strong on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Uh, I think we, we don't have as many followers on YouTube, but we just hit 400. Considering we were at zero uh, halfway in this year, that's pretty good, if you ask me. Uh, TikTok, we're there too. Of course, that's just under my personal name, Wonder Rob, W-O-N-D-E-R-R-O-B. And you can find us on Instagram as well. Check the link tree in the show notes, and you can follow us pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we are taking a break for the remainder of the year, so there will not be a new podcast next week. But when we come back after the 1st of January, we'll be talking about the games that we're looking forward to in 2024. And then we will be back on our regular podcasting schedule. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Factor, for making it a great year. We appreciate it. And normally I say GG at the end of a podcast episode, but I'm going to hand this one off to Factor in honor of the Japanese Wolverine game leak. Take it away. Hey, Bobo! <laughs> <laughs>